Nakumaisha. You're tuned in to Spiritual Health with Michaeli Energy. Peace in, love out. Wild change of life. Peace in, love out. Nakumaisha watu waroho. It's your brother from another motherland, Mr. McKellamine, the energy healer, world changer, in the building, on rhythm, in breath, and ready for another conversation, family, on our favorite topic, the most important topic in the multiverse, that is spiritual health, family. We are here to convene and talk about spiritual health. Health and wealth, length and strength. You can't say it. That's what we're here to do right now, family. But first, now is just me. Now is just me. And it's only for a moment. Said it's only for a moment. Now it's just begun Now it's just begun And it's only for a moment Said it's only for a moment Now it's just begun Now it's just begun And it's only for a Family, let's get it in today. We are live on our conversation on spiritual health. And as always, family, we have a wonderful time um, communing and just sharing this space to talk about things that we don't usually get to talk about. I want to open up this space to have uncomfortable conversations. I want to open up this space to have conversations that are not usually had. I want to open up this space to bring to light some things that are in the dark and bring clarity to some things that are in confusion, you know, in any way I can and also open up for anyone to speak directly as well, family. This is about spiritual health and spiritual health uh, can be explained as living in harmony with your energetic operations having all your energetic operations support the very consciousness that you have. This is spiritual health. Your energy operations, meaning the things you do in life, the way you think in life, the lifestyle that uh, creates your story, that should be in alignment with the consciousness that you have and the consciousness that is operating through you on a daily basis family this is what spiritual health is all about this is what we are here to talk about and discuss in all varying ways um yeah and so yeah i'm gassed for that i'm gassed to be a part of that and open up this discussion family as always if anyone wants one-to-one spiritual health coaching hit me up as i said things are going to be changing um, over the next month 
uh, from October, really things are going to be changing and the way in which I charge for my spiritual health services is going to be changing family. Um, there's going to be a lot more services available but in terms of one-on-one, -on -one, um, yeah, the pricing and the way that I charge is going to shift. <laughs> Alright, so if you want to access my services for such a time, please, please, please hit me up and let's get locked in. Let's get locked in, man. Um, also, we... We are going to... Where's the book? Hold on. Also, family, we are going to be, as a group, Baroho House, we are going to be studying the 11 laws of God. Ma'at, the 11 laws of God, family. We are going to be studying this book collectively. And not only studying... Activating, so we're studying the laws and activating the laws, um, and that program is to start from. Hold on, let me just check my calendar. What's the date? Uh, yes. That program is to start from the 30th of August, family. We're going to be studying the 11 laws of God. Ma'at, the 11 laws of God. That is to be starting on the 30th of August. Alright? Um, so, family, if you want to be a part of our study and activation group, because one thing that I'm, um, you know, people will know with the Cesarojo challenges that we've been doing, um, people will know that I've been on the programs that we've been doing is that, you know, it's very important that we don't just have the theoretical uh, things. You know, this book is full of nice theories, but we have to put these theories to the test and know, even if we believe their fact, we have to know their facts via our own experience and practice and so this 11 laws is going to be a study and activation right and that will be ju jumping off from uh, August the 30th and you'll be able to sign up to be a part of that um, even whether you're in Waroho House or in any of the challenge, challenge groups that are here you know Get yourself a copy of this or download a PDF, um, which is kind of hard to find. I do have one though. Um, but yes, and join us. Join us, family, as we, you know, tighten the bolts on this spiritual journey. I'm so grateful for everyone who's been walking uh, this journey with us. And, you know, we're just going to continue to grow and stay connected, keep pushing each other um, and um, find more ways to move interdependently. Very, very important family. So these, this study is just a natural trajectory on from the Cesaro challenges, from the spiritual health programs. This is 
uh, we're going to be going into this family, diving deep. This is the first step of the 11 laws. And uh, yeah, we're about to get it in. Because ain't nothing like communal healing. Communal healing will make challenges, you know, look fun. You know, and just be... You know, you just... It makes changing the world be sexy. You know what I mean? It makes it fun. It makes it joyful. It brings thrill to challenges and adversity when it's communal. You know? And this is the whole point. So... I recognize the path that I'm walking on and and now that I know that I'm 100% fully dedicated um, all I want to do is enjoin with other people who have made the same dedications in their own life I just want to enjoin with other people like I'm not here to convince anyone Um, this is what I'm here for this is what I'm about and you know who else is on it let's link that's it very simple and you know I think with that with that uh, mindset you just get to have great experiences you know you just have to have great great experiences I believe that with the spiritual challenges that we are here to take on I believe that um, I believe that with the spiritual challenges we are here to take on I believe it's supposed to be fun I just think it's supposed to be fun. Like, I don't think God sent me here to have a, a a bad time on my spiritual journey. That's not the point of life. God sent me here for challenges, sure. Sent me here for pleasure, but I didn't come here to suffer. And so we're definitely not here to suffer on our spiritual journey. We are here to climb up the ladder of spiritual health from 10 to zero you know when I say back to zero that's what we're going to back to peace family back to peace and there are practical mathematical steps in order to get us back to our peaceful state and this is what we'll be going through this is what we'll be going through in our study and activation of the 11 laws of God my act within self family so very excited um to to get on that with you like very very excited actually um very very excited very excited um very excited <laughs> very excited family because this is everything that i've you know dreamed of this is absolute in alignment it's absolutely in alignment. So, whatever, whatever I need to do to make it happen, it's, it's going to happen. Because I know where this leads us, you know. I am guilty. Let me, let me open up for a second. I am guilty of, you know, uh, running ahead of myself. I'm guilty of that. Because, you know, the day you decide... The day you decide you want to be something. You want it now. The day you decide you want to be something, you want it now. And you don't, uh, you know, uh, I guess, inculcate the patience that it's going to take to become. 
So the day you decide you want to rap, you want to act, you want to uh, invent, or you want to lead in something, you want to be that end result immediately. And all I've learned is that the end result doesn't matter. The end result doesn't matter. It's crazy, right? The end result doesn't matter. Let's say, for example, let's say, and here's why patience is a good, I'm going to try and give you a good understanding of why patience is so key. It's coming from someone who lacks, who has lacked a huge degree of patience. Family, the end result doesn't matter. The journey matters because that is what, that is where you become the end result, right? That's where you become. The journey is where you become. The journey is where all the memories become become you. You know, in 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 uh, in fitness, they have this thing called muscle memory. You see, meaning the more you subject your muscles to a particular uh, exercise or a particular weight or particular resistance, your muscles grow and they form themselves around that weight and resistance to the point where it becomes easier. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the same way, family, if we are to become something that we have now defined ourselves as the most important, fundamental, yes, parts of that is on the journey to becoming. It is everything. Even more so because family, once you arrive at your destination or your definition, you will already be fixed on something else. For example, yeah, at some point in your teenage life, all you wanted to do was graduate. Let's say you was going to uni and you was coming to your final exams and you're doing all your dissertations. All you wanted was that 2-1 or 1-1. One, one. I don't even know. Forgive me if I get it wrong because I've never been to uni and I've never taken an interest in that system. But you get what I'm saying? All you wanted was your grade. Yes? All you wanted was your grade, fam. You studied, you studied, you missed out on parties, on raves, you went sleepless nights, you stayed at your brethren's house trying to get more work done, you enlisted the help of your lecturer, blah, 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 you done it, you got the diploma and you was already thinking about the job you're going to get. As soon as you received, you celebrated for a second and then you're already thinking about what you're going to study next or what you're going to create next for yourself you know what I'm saying or you're next focused the same you're wishing for a man or you wish to get married you got married you had your wonderful luxury wedding now you're thinking about work or children your child comes or you finally got that house and it's been mortgaged. You've got your mortgage, you moved in, you refurbished it, you've got all your furniture and you're in and now you're sitting 
on your first night watching your plasma screen TV, now what? Now you're thinking about... Do you see what I'm saying? Anytime you arrive somewhere, you begin thinking about the next destination. It's just the nature of us. And because so because our eyes are always fixed on the end result, not the process of something, we miss out on what life is. Life is an endless safari. Life is movement. You understand? We are never stagnant. So this journey, family, um, that I'm talking about, you know, this journey of building a community, this journey of creating heaven on earth, this journey of, you know, bringing my people of the diaspora home and abroad, bringing them back to the motherland, bringing them back to the nature of their spiritual self. The journey of that, to me, is so sweet that I don't want to rush anything. I'm just like this. How slow can we go? And you know what? I'm going to be real with you, family. Like, if you met me years ago, which some of you may have, I wouldn't have been on it like that. I would have been like, I need need everyone in the motherland right now, this second. I need us to build da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And we go around scheming ourselves, trying to find the quickest solutions to get to where we want to go, just so we can say we did it. Just so we can stunt on other people. Just so we can have, but really and truly, if I was to be given, right? If I was to get the acres of land that I am looking to get in the name of building a community. If I was to, you know, have all of the resources right now to bring people back and da 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 da. If I was to do that, I actually do have all the resources, you know? I actually do literally have all of the resources in place to do that, you know. But what I'm saying is if I was to put that as the immediate focus without, then I would be suffering later. Because I'm cheating the process. Do you get what I'm saying? This isn't about physical location. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's about your, your spiritual Location. It's about your con- where is the where is the location of your consciousness on the place that you cannot escape. You can escape London, fine. You can escape America, fine. You can escape your cities and townships, fine. But you cannot escape your being. So if your spirit is bad, your spirit is bad. If your spirit is toxic, your spirit is toxic. If you are foul, you are foul. You understand? And there is no escaping that spirit body so we're not talking about this is not about physical location is the least of our worries physical location is the least of our worries we need to understand the location of our consciousness and that's the most important thing I don't need to see anybody physically it's not about that right now Our egos are way too damaged to do this kind of work in person. And that's just true. You understand? So, thank God for this corona, this pandemic, this worldly, this spiritual intervention. Thank God for that. 
because it's opened up doors that were once just speculations. So we are here for real, for real. We are here for real, for real. And we are building for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? And we are communing and convening for real, for real. And we're going to take our jolly good time for real, for real. Because everything is in rhythm. Everything is in rhythm. And we're not skipping a step. Every step has to get hit. We ain't missing nothing. You see what I'm saying? And in time, in time, naturally, in time, naturally, family, we are going to be... You know, in physical, physically, physically in the same space and able to live in the true manifestations of what is in our heart's desires, family. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. I'm not even fretting over that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but don't turn around. <laughs> you forgot about that part. So yeah, family. I ain't fretting over over that man. That's the sweetest part. But we have to be our our consciousness. We have to become so aware and truly understand what that is what that really is and who we are as conscious beings (sighs) I want us to connect first (laughs) I want us to connect first as conscious beings man that's where we need to connect first the physical part that has to come way after. Let's connect where we are actually unified. Let's connect where there is less offense, less defense. You see what I'm saying? Let's connect in those spaces where we are actually one. You see? Mm. <laughs> I'm reading you lots of comments. Write a book, please, and thank you. <laughs> Alright, let me ask you. If I was to write a book, what should it be called? This would be funny. Let's see. If I was to write a book, what would you be called? What would it be called? Ay, ay, ay. What to Aroha inside to Kopomoja? What to Aroha inside? Yes, yes, that'd be a nice name for a book. 
Watu waroho. Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. Obviously. <laughs> Sarah connected to the spirit life movement. Chesa Roja is not a dance class. <laughs> it's not a dance class. That's a dope. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Chesa Roja is not a dance class. This is not a dance class. Looking sexy, changing the world with an 80s R&B style cover. Hold on, wait. You mean like this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rue wants me to drop, drop. Rue, this is Rue. Rue wants me to be like this on my book cover. <laughs> Rue wants me to be... <laughs> she was... This is how you want me to... Yeah, with, with my knee, with one knee in the picture. Ah, oh the baby. Yeah, Ruru, you're fired. Yes, <laughs> she tried to. Uh, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> she said, That's hilarious. Just call it. A not a dance class. Nakumaisha, heaven on earth. The now has just begun. That would be a sick name for a damn book. The now has just begun. That's the one. Ruru is trying to ruin me. People, you're cool tonight. Stop it. Call it how I almost murdered my laptop with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> These are interesting names. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, all right, all right. Family, let's do questions. Looking at the time, let's do questions. I want to leave good amount of time for questions. So let's um let's do that, fam. Let's get it in. Let's get it in, family. Let's go, family. How did this part?
this unforeseen time but inshallah we will be in the motherland this december rocking out just like this man but i can't say september 27th is my birthday and the one year anniversary of cesar rojo from when we initiated it in Olalua Forest in Nairobi. So we will be doing a special Chesaroha outdoor special this uh, September 27th on my birthday in London. Um, so if you're in the UK, you can look forward to that happening. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna put it together as a community. Yeah. Let's get it in. Let's do question. How do you know if you are on the right path of your journey? Beautiful question. How do you know that you're on the right path of your journey, family? This is where our trust must come in, okay? And one one beautiful way to know, you see, we have as part of our individuality meaning the individual duality of us we have a consciousness that is always guiding our lives we have a consciousness that powers this vessel known as the spirit body okay now that consciousness family is the omnipotent omniscient omnipresent uh, body or energy that we call God that is what powers this vehicle that we call our bodies really our spirit which exists on many layers up, uh, up from this body as well so that consciousness moves our entire sorry yeah so that consciousness moves our entire Slatery system, respiratory system, uh, our brain, our oxygen flow, our blood flow. Yes, that that same consciousness is what you know keeps our heart pumping, neurons going on around our brain. You know, it's what breaks down the food that we chew. You know, it's what sends the waste from our food into our colon, so it can go. Do you get what I'm saying? That consciousness is always moving you. You see? And not just relegated to your body, 
right? Or the functions of your body, but the functions of your life. You see? So just like you trust when you eat your hamburger, you trust that your body's going to find what to do with it. If it was up to you, you'd forget to take out the trash inside your body. Right? If it was up to you, you'd forget to breathe some oxygen in. But give thanks that it's not us, right? Or should I say what we perceive as us, the brain, taking care of these very fundamental aspects of our life. Similarly, just like you have was cast into existence, you have been cast here for a purpose, you see? And that same consciousness that is moving the activity of your body is also moving you and edging you towards your purpose, edging you towards your righteous path, okay? Now, there are many signs and symbols in your life that will can point to you being on your right path. Your ability to perceive what the right path or wrong path is for you will let you know whether you're on the right path or not. What do I mean by that? Well, if you can't correctly identify that you're on the wrong path, then you are on the right path. Make sense? Does that, does that make sense? Let me say that again. If you cannot consciously identify that you are on the wrong path, then you are currently on the right path. Does that make sense? Even if, for example, let's say for example, let's say for example, you're doing something that I can diagnose as toxic and detrimental to you. I may be able to diagnose that based on the paths I have walked in my life. But you don't see how what you're doing, right, is detrimental. You genuinely don't see how what you're doing is detrimental and harmful or opposed to the path that you want to walk on and you currently believe that what you're doing is righteous and good then you are on the right path because until you hit the edge of your perception like Truman show your life it's like if you get allow me to use Truman show if you've watched the film as an example was Truman living a wrong life when he didn't know that he was in a show no he wasn't he was still going through his simulation of work relationships marriage experiences holidays sickness health excitement thrill and learning about himself the day that he crashed his boat into the edge of the artificial world he literally put his life on the line to escape that artificial world that he was living in and the moment he hit the edge of the artificial world he was ready to shift his path does that make sense the moment he allowed himself to go to the edge of his own world even if it meant death that is what allowed him 
to get on another path or another aspect of the journey. So you are ready when you when you understand consciously that you are ready. So if you feel like you're on the wrong path, get on the right path. Whatever the right path you can perceive is. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yes, for example, I might not call myself a rapper today. I don't call myself a rapper today. But the journey for me going from age from age 16, yeah, all the way up until age 28. How long is that? 12 years of solidly making music and producing music in the name and definition of rap career. Yes, 12 years of me doing that has prepared me for the path that I was ready to walk into when I realized that that was not the right path. Does that make sense? Before that, it was the right path. So, so it's why you got to be dedicated not to the things, the materials, the definitions that make up what you do, but the essence of what it is you are searching for. Some of us get too attached to a particular look and presentation of a path. And then when our, our spirit, our consciousness tells us this is wrong, this is not the right path. I know it looks okay, I know it looks good, but I've got something else for you. We now, when if and but, which is natural, but sometimes we can't escape those words. And then we have to make decisions to get back on the, on the right path, whatever that path is and looks like. Please tell me if I'm making sense. If I'm not making sense, please tell me if I am. Uh, please share. Yeah? Boom. Uh, someone asked, how was your day? Danielle. Danielle Nottingham. <laughs> I love how you just rep your ends. <laughs> Old tight Danielle repping the Nottingham. Uh, how was my day? My day was fine. My day was my day was beautiful, family. Let's do questions. Let's do questions, family. Uh, someone said, "Can you explain? Heaven is my right, and heaven is my responsibility. Uh, what books do you recommend to get?" your spirit right all right so you may hear me family at the beginning of every live i always say that as a spiritual health community our oath is heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility one more time heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility this sister's asking can i explain i guess why i say that well we look at it like this family uh, we understand that as human beings we are the consciousness of god on earth that's exactly what we are we are the consciousness of god placed 
in flesh placed in pods you know i call i call us god pods you know what i'm saying we are the consciousness the abundant omnipotent omnipresent omniscient omniscient yes wonder of god is us portioned fashioned into substance that we call human beings okay because we are manifestations of god's consciousness yes we deserve the highest the highest creative purpose of god which is which is heaven we deserve heaven as god's consciousness on earth we deserve the highest experience of the most high creator that is paradise that is heaven yes make no mistake about it and because only us your only remember this your only experience of god is through your own consciousness anytime you can observe god in the world it's because of your own consciousness oh that was god oh that was a blessing oh that was a miracle oh they're an angel oh this is the oh i prayed for this now it's here it's all processed through you you see what i'm saying so to enact godly things that also must come through you so if we are saying that we deserve heaven and we deserve paradise well whose job is it family to bring it about this is where artificial uh practices in religion has misguided people because everyone's got us waiting for someone else to come and fix our problems you see what i'm saying when you are god's consciousness you manifested yourself here to enact godly things on this earth so heaven is your right and because it's your right it is your responsibility this is not a wild concept if i give you if i say to you here's a key to that this house you own this 40 acres over here or you own this you know six bedroom mansion or you own this car then as soon as you have accepted the rights to ownership then whose responsibility is it to clean the car, the car to manicure the gardens to ensure the house is maintained you see as soon as you assume the right you assume the responsibility if you let go of the responsibility you let go of the right and this is something that we a lot of us cannot get you are asking for civil rights you are asking for human rights but are you taking responsibility for your own human rights or are you waiting for someone else to do it the moment you wait for someone else to do it you have now resubmitted yourself to being a slave and this is what our protesters cannot understand yet do you get what i'm saying this is what uh lobbyists cannot understand yet that the greatest protest you can make is the example you live in your life the greatest protest because it becomes a lifelong data sheet of what you was about when i die 
There is going to be no confusion about what I'm about. None. Zero confusion. Because my entire life is a protest of what I'm about. You cannot ask me if I love black women. You can't ask me. You can't ask me if I love Africa. Do you get what I'm saying? You can't ask me, you know, if I feel like, you know, I'm a king. Or if I feel like African people are powerful. Or if I think Africa is better than... You don't need to ask me them questions. You just got to lean in to the life that I'm living. And the life that I'm living will expose my thinking. The life that I'm living will expose what's important to me. The life that I'm living will expose what is truly on my heart. You ain't got to ask me no questions. And that's what we're talking about when it comes to protest. You ain't got to ask me shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to ask me nothing. Because it's all there. It's all present. You see what I'm saying? So this is what it's about. Heaven is my right. It's my right. Happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, freedom, gratitude in abundance constantly, irrespective of money, material, possession, or person, place, or thing. Yes, I deserve that. Heaven as a function, not a destination. And that's another thing I'll break down for you. Heaven, family, when you understand heaven as your right and your responsibility, you begin to realize that heaven is not a destination. Heaven, I'll repeat, heaven is not a destination. And you can ask me as much questions as you want on this sub, on this topic. Because I know for some people it's a brand new, I guess, concept of heaven that I'm talking about. But heaven, family, because I spend a lot, this is my life. If you ask me what World Changer Life is about, let it be known. Watuaroho, the community, what it's about. Heaven on earth. Period, point blank. Nothing else. That's what it's about. Heaven is not a destination. It's not something you come upon. You know what I'm saying? Heaven is a, your mode of transport through this life. That's what it is. Heaven is a vehicle. It's not a destination. Heaven is a vehicle. Heaven is a vehicle. One that you fashion yourself into. One that you fashion and align yourself with. Yes? Heaven is a vehicle, not a place. In fact, it's the only place you will ever be. Heaven and hell are conditions of life. So you can be in Africa, yes, on seven hectares of land, yeah, with all kind of vegetation around you and still be in hell. And you can be in London in a two-bedroom box and experience heaven because heaven and hell is the vehicle in which you carry your life force energy and that is what i am here to teach show and prove heaven and hell is a vehicle family it's not a destination and once the sooner we understand that is the sooner we realize how practical heaven is what i'm saying to you for all of my christians out there what i'm saying to you family is nothing uh spectacular these are biblical principles these are very ancient spiritual understandings what i'm saying to you you can find it in the bible the kingdom of heaven 
is within you. It's like, you know what frustrates me? And I'm not going to spend too long on Christians. But it's like, are you reading what Jesus was saying or not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you reading the words of Christ or not? Why are we not getting this? The kingdom of heaven is within you. You know what I'm saying? It's easier for a rich man to enter through the eye of a needle than enter. Why? Because he's too caught up in his possessions. He doesn't understand who he is because he is caught up in his ego. He is not within the consciousness of heaven. And it's very hard for him to do that because he's laced with earthly pleasures. Laced. Some of you lot need to start and go back and read your Bible. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Yeah? So... Yes, family. Let me answer some more questions. If you have any, if there's no questions, there's currently no questions in the question box. We've got six minutes left. So if you want to ask me a question, family, feel free, feel free, feel free. If not, I'm going to play some more bangers. I'm going to play some more bangers. I'm going to play some more bangers. But you get what I'm saying, family? Kingdom of heaven, fam. Kingdom of heaven is within you. Heaven is your right and heaven is your responsibility. And this is what we're about. I'm not going to leave you here, family, with, with just these words. All my programs, Chesarojo, spiritual health coaching. Yes, the one-on-one spiritual health coaching. The study of the 11 laws. Um, the, ch- the 21 day self love challenges and the more and more to come yes including the books that I release but including the music family it's all to bring us into a not only a knowledge and understanding but active wisdom in us as heavenly bodies on earth I promise you that is what I'm here to constantly remind you of and show you how to activate you feel what I'm saying, family? So let's get it in, family. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the Watu Warojo Hour. And we're here bringing you peace, love, and Chesa Rojo. For the rhythms I got here. <laughs> Let's get some intermission music, family. Let's go. Stuff that folds, if you know what I'm saying. Come on! I have never been 
is dedicated to a special producer stay tuned to my time peace in family thank you for tuning in to the spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation are you tapped in i want to big up everyone who takes time out to listen to this podcast and contribute with their comments or sharing or just even letting me know how it affected them if anyone is looking for one-on-one spiritual health coaching family, please head to worldchangealife.com forward slash spiritual health to find out more on how you can get a one-on-one personal spiritual health program for your life. If you want to know more info about what we do as a community service, please go to worldchangealife.com to get update information. If you'd like to donate to this spiritual health program family, go to worldchangealife.com right now and put your donation of any kind. It's much appreciated. And if you've benefited from these spiritual health talks, family, send me a DM and let me know what you've taken from these conversations. 
Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Mikel Amin or on Instagram at Mikel The Energy. Peace in, love out. Nakumaisha watuaroho.